And now, listen to a master of metaphors, hard at work. Segregation is a cancer in the body politic which must be removed before our democratic health can be realized. The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. working on different ways of describing a racial divide that was invisible to many Americans back in 1963. Segregation is wrong because it is a system of adultery perpetuated by an illicit intercourse between injustice and immorality. But the master was just warming up. No, I hope you will allow me to say to you this afternoon that God is not interested merely in the freedom of black men and brown men and yellow men. God is interested in the freedom of the whole human race. Those words were spoken almost exactly 50 years ago, June 23rd, 1963. The Reverend Martin Luther King was rehearsing history on something he called God's keyboard. The Negro came to feel that he was somebody. His religion revealed to him His religion revealed to him that God loves all of his children and that all men are made in his image and that figuratively speaking, every man from a base black to a treble white is significant on God's keyboard. What you are listening to are words of Dr. King from that June 23rd speech in Detroit, Michigan, a protest rally before hundreds of thousands of people held a few months before the famous I Have a Dream speech was delivered in Washington, D.C. on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. By the time King got to Washington, the metaphors of cancer and adultery were gone as descriptions of segregation. There was no more God's keyboard. But there in Detroit, he tried out a rhetorical flourish that would eventually be written, as King himself might have said it, on the stone tablets of history. And so this afternoon, I have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day, right down in Georgia and Mississippi and Alabama, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to live together as brothers. I have a dream this afternoon that my four little children, that my four little children will not come up in the same young days that I came up within but they will be judged on the basis of the content of their character, not the color of their skin. MLK's dream, battle-tested in Detroit, phrases that perfectly captured how King's aspirations for racial justice were America's original aspirations for freedom and equality. I have a dream this afternoon, and one day right here in Detroit, Negroes will be able to buy a house or rent a house anywhere that their money will carry them, and they will be able to get a job. I have a dream this evening that one day we will recognize the words of Jefferson that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I have a dream this afternoon. Journalist and activist Tony Brown was there in Detroit on that day. He helped organize the 1963 Freedom Walk. Fifty years later, Brown remembers the event as a high watermark for the city and the nation. 
it was like nothing any of us had ever experienced. It was like your skin crawling on your body. Uh, when Dr. King uh, opened his mouth and started the I Have a Dream speech, which is widely believed to be the first time it took place, which was on June 23, 1963, 66 days before the one that got the publicity in Washington, D.C., did you get the sense that he was turning a corner in his message, that he was trying out a new way of really framing the whole civil rights question by using the dream construction and some of the other metaphors in that speech? Well, number one, aren't we all? Uh, I'm a public speaker, and I can tell you every time I make a speech, it's the first time I've ever made it, even if I've made it a 100 times before. Uh, number two, it was a stump speech, but somewhere in that speech, if you listen on some of those recordings, you hear a voice say, tell them about the dream, Martin. And that was Mahalia Jackson, the famous gospel singer. And at that point, he seemed to get a lift and he seemed to get a psychic direction. So, yes, uh, he, he spoke extemporaneously, uh, which means he never gave the same speech twice. Uh, but the idea of him framing what he was talking about came across with absolute certainty. He wanted all of us to get along. Uh, it was a Rodney King speech decades before Rodney King uh, came on the scene. He wanted all of us to share not a dream in an illusionary way, but in a dream in a constructive way, where as Americans we could stop the foolishness of trying to harm one another because of the way we looked or because of our ancestry. Tony Brown is host of Tony Brown's Journal. He coordinated the 1963 Freedom Walk Detroit. We'll leave you with this echo from that 1963 speech, forgotten today, but filled with so many hints of things to come. I have a dream this afternoon that the brotherhood of man will become a reality in this day with this faith. I will go out and carve a tunnel of hope through the mountain of despair with this faith. I will go out with you and transform dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows. With this faith, we will be able to achieve this new day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing with the Negroes in the spiritual of all, free at last, free at last. Thank God I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.